0: Welcome to the Cyber Nation Uncensored podcast. We welcome all Choombas, Edge Runners, Vault Dwellers, Wastelanders, Spice Traders, and Space Folders. Thanks for joining us. Please give us a great review, and also be sure to join us on both YouTube and Twitch. We'd love to see you on a live stream. Thanks again. See you soon. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? Toes. this is CyberSmiley of Cybersmiley.net. Um, I'm afraid my co-conspirator is n- not going to be here this for this particular episode. Um, I have some uh, things happening in his life and uh, just can't make it tonight, so it'll be me doing solo work, um, but definitely send out some uh, good vibes cosmically to uh, Wisdom. Um, definitely needs it. Also, I'd like to uh, thank Cyber Nation again for hosting these uh, wonderful episodes. So tonight you're just going to hear me kind of ramble a little. So um, with wisdom gone, uh, my plan was kind of continue this previous episode in which I started creating uh, the scenario for Cyberpunk Red. Again, you could adapt this to uh, 2020 as well um, so let's get into it let's go here All right so we got Terry three fingers um, did a little editing uh, just cosmetic to the file just for my own sanity um, so if you haven't watched the episode I kind of plotted out a quick scenario that's going to be a one-shot that you could use for a con or um, running it on discord uh, or just picking it up and going to your local game shop and just hosting a game in which you can run Um, and basically I'm just showing you how I plot out things um, and how I kind of do design work for, for a scenario um, again, just to recap, the scenario is kind of inspired from the movie Snatch, uh, in which a jewel was stolen or, or misplaced. And, uh, you know, the comedy is, is uh, and, uh ugh, sorry, kind of out of it right now, but <laughs> long day of work. Anyways, uh, so the basic plot of this is the party is going to be hired, contracted, uh, intimidated into finding a data mule called Terry Three Fingers. Um, The employer wants Terry ASAP. Uh, I did kind of change her name. So let me just uh, quickly get that updated. Okay, um, the player wants them, again, who hired the party, it's really up to you, there's various options, I just listed out a couple of them, um, for my own prerogative, whether, and it also depends upon the, the party makeup, right, on who's going after it, if it's a, a group full of, uh, cops, um, you know, then the law is looking to uh, get Terry because of the data she holds in her head. Corporations uh, might have corporate secrets that they're looking for, and the fixer is just important, um, important to the cartels or whatever uh, organization the fixer is hiring that person for. Um, so, again, like the movie Snatch, Uh, So I'm basing Terry on Freddy Fourfingers. So Terry is a gambling addict. Um, And the employer will tell Terry or tell the group where Terry was last seen. So it's kind of the the hook into the adventure. Um, I was reading up in uh, Cyberpunk Red book uh, the beats right in which you have your your hook you have a development uh you have a cliffhanger and then you have resolution um in each beat kind of as as the book puts it you want to base it around about half an hour for each beat um i kind of do that in my way um i just never had someone explain to me exactly what that was and and how you write these out um so it's nice to uh kind of understand that uh, i'm kind of doing a little bit right uh one thing about the uh this my initial stab at this was i really didn't have any books open so i didn't have any real numbers quite yet to uh add to this uh to this scenario so um, so <clears throat> Carrie, uh, she tries to avoid combat. Uh, when rescued, will question on who the party is working for. And we'll need a persuasion. Again, this persuasion, simple, mm, I would say it would probably be difficult role. To convince her, she'll be safe. Um... see if the group fails they probably will need to uh, sorry, the sneeze is coming on Every enter in some way non-lethal preferably Um, that's also, would want this, time constraint, um, get her back alive. That's another sticking point, um, you might want to make to the group you're playing with, um, specifically saying get her back alive. Whether or not the group actually brings her back alive, that's another matter. Um, but whoever's hiring her wants her alive. Uh, if the crew crew fails to convince her, her, then they need to apprehend her, preferably non-lethal. She will attempt to get away. Um... So here I would also say uh, roll netrunner uh, combat skills. She's going to be weak, so let's put her at a bod. And again, i got some things open now, so I can actually go through and take a look at what I need to stat her out with. Cool and will. So bod 5 will, cause that will generate her hit points give her an 8 reflex again not too high int 8 and dot 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 for the rest of the stats <clears throat> I probably also want to give her evasion. So, let's just format this a little better. Oh, come on. Skills. evasion um 12 and again you don't have to stat every single stat uh on this but you should at least give the necessary skills you think are going to play in uh into the character um i don't think her gambling skill will take effect but evasion, um, she really isn't going to be doing much fighting, so I'm not going to give her any fighting skills. Uh, interrogation. And, yeah, I think that's about it. All I really need at this point to, uh, Get her going. So again, my uh, my expectations of a party composition, or, or what I kind of want the party to be made up of, is one fixer or uh, executive. Um, one net runner, maybe if the if the group has it. Same goes with the techie and the med techie. Uh, the rest is going to be made up of nomad solos and cops. Um, and then, I, well, I could probably say, you know, one, i allow a lower rocker. Um, if you've been listening to our previous episodes, you know I'm not that big of a fan of rockers. Um, so the first scene, again, we have a card game, um, hosted by the Tire Claws, uh, gave one NPC, Kudo Saburo, Subaru, um, who's very shady, soft-spoken, so kind of drawing him from the nerds uh, movie uh, as a character, so he's kind of a... Eh, he's not a friendly guy. Um, the four Tiger club bodyguards around him, so... With them, again, we can say, uh, mooks, right? Um, two will have assault rifles, uh, the others one will, will have sword arms, and they'll all have swords. Um, there's some other gamblers who are going to be there in the building. Uh, this is happening at a restaurant, so <clears throat> here. We can go to my wonderful Fantasy Names site. Um, Underneath, uh, wait, Places. You can find a pizzeria. I wonder if they... Yeah, he doesn't have... I figure if if they have pizzeria, whether or not they would have a, a sushi. Uh, entry. But, so, let's just go with restaurant names and Incredible Hog. Nice. Um, and, 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 and nothing for me there. Fire and Ice. <laughs> Trilogy Forester After Dark. The Chopping Barbecue. That's interesting. The Oval Lantern. Yeah, let's go with that guy. So give this a title, the Oval Lantern. Oval Lantern Restaurants. Again, the employer is going to point the party into this direction, and that's where they'll meet uh, Kudo. Um, Yeah, so we got the necessary NPCs here. Again, I'm not going to show you with the MOOC stats um, in the stream, but you can basically look them up in the cyberpunk book. And now, what can the players learn? Or how, uh, what, how and what, right? How, what can the players learn? Or the party learn? Uh, If they use force, right? So if they try to do an intimidation Recommendation still in here. Again, I really want to try to do red. I mean, I haven't run red. I've been in a few games of red, but I really want to uh, get this so I can run this at a con. Um, They have bribery. Interrogation. Yeah, it's Interrogation. Interrogation or showing weapons. Uh, He's going to flee if caught. So this is what Kudo would do. Um, And then here you can say um, if Two of the bodyguards are dropped. The rest will flee. Um, and if you guys have any ideas or feedback you want to give me, by all means, throw it up in chat. Um, so if they negotiate, uh, so it would be a conversation or streetwise, I would make that 15. And 17 is professional. Right. Um... other other option will be to have kudo uh, invite player to a game of cards if they win, I'll give them to on Terry. If they lose, he asks them to, to do a quick, quick job uh, and he'll give them info so <clears throat> this kind of presents an opportunity in which you could give a quick hello shinobi um uh, if you are just joining wisdom uh, i'm afraid is not here this week so i'm flying solo and basically i am uh, refining the scenario i created back in last month's episode um so welcome all so if they lose he'll ask them to do a job so this can give lead to an optional um side gig optional right and what does he want the party to do um deliver a package to uh, to a store keeper and wait for reply right Kudos. Kudo We know how much we love scabs um, to the store keeper, and he will get. Guns, Guns things will escalate again. If you look at the main book, you kind of see one mook equals one edge runner. So, even though in the card game I specify four bodyguards, here I will say one mook. Per player. Um too kudo. Um it'll give the party eddies see the problem with this economy is its in red it seems very balanced and I know some people always say you should keep your party poor but what is the reality of it so what would I give them to not have them beat the living hell out of me? Um, uh, party Eddie's five. Give the party 500 EBs, or if pressed. We'll go up to 750. Then tell the group about the Maelstrom fight. Right, so with this, depending upon um, what happens here, Right, and, and what their actions are. And also how much time you have will determine whether or not you wanna have this optional gig. Um, so the party will learn that Kudo talked to Terry who is interested in a big score. Uh, he told her about an underground fight hosted by Maelstrom's. <clears throat> so here, um again this is taking place in the abandoned warehouse. Uh similar to what I did up here, I would put in a location. Location. We all know Maelstrom hangs out in the north side. Um if we take a look. Oh what is it? Night City IO. There we go. Let's close this menu. You can actually take a look at the city. Um but this is for twenty seventy seven. I thought they had the order to do red, maybe not. Yeah. Oh well but it, that's a good utility how's it going bbs or BB wagons let me find the map do, 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 do. Got. If you guys don't have the PDF for Red, I would suggest getting it. Um, having these indexes is wonderful. Uh, just gotta find the Red, and we'll go. So this is just for me to get some understanding of where things are and where people will be traveling. Um, so they're in old Jap town, or Japantown, and uh, go into the north side. All right, underground fights. <coughs> um, Takes place at the abandoned warehouse. There's a pit fight pit in the middle where fights are fights are taking place. Terry's already been uh, kidnapped, so again confrontation or sorry. This would be the development or cliffhanger, right, for a beat. Um, So they, oh, right. So first they need to try to get in. It is invitation only. So they can do a streetwise, 15. Bribery, depends on money. Um, So for bribery, let's see this again, take a look at here heroic 17 so bribery I would say is DB 17 minus 1 per 100 EB mmm, nah He's just a a bouncer. He'll take 50. Or the Netrunner can uh, find an access point with the list. So, here, uh, sneak their way in. Lockpick security systems. Again, uh, I think last session I kind of started going really through this. So here's where I would actually want to flesh out. Some of that stuff. So uh, I would actually come here and go to my net architect generator. Uh, floors, there's not going to be a lot of them. So let's start off with six. Um, difficulty, I'm going to say standard. Let's just generate a quick one. So we have a whisper or a wisp. Uh, File, Hmm. yeah, some of this we will have to change. So, in here, we're going to move or change uh, the various types. So, I'm gonna do a WISP and then we're gonna do password. And password. All right, save that. Uh, And then we're going to have another, an asp. That's fine. But we're actually going to move that have it forked off perfect so that's a file Uh, so basically this data file will contain some of the maelstrom stuff so we have a file but we also want to have a control mode right which is going to be Security cameras. Um, again, eight should be fine. Save. Pick again. Do a DB fifteen. Um, so they're going to sneak their way in, <coughs> which is there's a, there's a back door and a security. Camera. Uh, Perception DV 13 spot. Door lock is, is DV 15. Still have strength. Feet. Awareness. Body. Turn. Stance. Contortion. Uh, Hmm. Okay. So that is going to require. Or bash it. With Thon verse DV <clears> thirteen, um, security systems. Already talked about that with the hidden security camera, Netrunner node. That is above. Need. I'm not gonna go with a 15. Just need a 13. Cause most of the stuff is gonna be uh, door is DV 15. Uh, it's gonna be preoccupied. Get rid of that. And then. Uh, um. Do we want to have any other uh, nodes? So, I would say yes, just because of the maelstroms. So there's a control node, so this will be... Security cameras, do that, change that out. Uh, Here we'll actually put in a defense system. Um, Where that is, we'll figure it out. So yeah, so now I will take this and I will save it as a, BNG yeah and a copy Let's see how this works consultation architect no To say this as a png. In here, made it a little smaller, and format this document a little better. We go care about the cache. Definitely want to have the description program. that and then we have the cameras. Description and 15e um, again to be determined. Dot dot dot. <coughs> so I got the. Data architect quickly created for the group, uh if I need to. And yeah, going on from there. Just wanna format this a little better. Inline, good. Um so getting in invitation only talked about that once in they'll be able to do a bit of socialization and watching the beginning uh, conversation mm, that would be higher to find out about Terry mm, I don't think yeah, let's find out specifics specifics on Terry learned she was hanging with some maelstrom and uh, now go with 13 Um They are approached by a maelstrom with five goons behind him. Let's find a image. again always look for images that you can uh, use in the game Um, helps out Cyberware. Let's see what we get from cyberware. Of course 2077. Of course. Let's go with uh, Bionic. Man. Humans, there we go. Sounds fun. See what kind of options you have. What does he look like? Yeah, he is. He is Maelstrom. Oh, there we go. this is a good one um, socializing as uh, they approached approached by So again, I want to give this guy a name, just because if you give names to things, players always find that um, nice, and they think you've done a lot of work, Uh, which of course you have, Uh, and all players should appreciate everything you do. Um, but it is what it is. So, hmm, Let's see about nicknames. Creed, honesty, grace, Gonzo, Blossom, creep. Ooh, I like that. By creep, Maelstrom, with five goons. Party members, so he's going to try to intimidate the party members to get lost, so they can talk their way out of it, um, which would be persuasion. Nation Dv17 um, because he doesn't like to be persuaded or interrogate which is another skill I would use for um, intimidation so interrogate would be a little bit lower because Maelstrom likes power and strength. So when you're coming up with uh, any difficulty numbers always have that in the back of your head. Uh, You should always allow your players the option of doing different skill tests. And based upon those skill tests will determine whether it's easier or harder um, for that player to succeed at a specific role. Um, I already did that. Yeah, so for a map, actually, I think I have a map somewhere um, that I can use. Uh, I'm trying to remember. So, a couple months ago, um, I had my current Cyberpunk 2020 players, um, have a situation similar to this, uh, in which they had to go into a warehouse and that had uh, pit fighting going on, um, to try to nab a guy, for, because that guy was the brother of the pirate who, who had kidnapped one of the player's fiancés. So, um that is the great thing about life paths is you can basically generate a um scenario just around one entry in the life path so um that's the one cool thing about life path uh red i would like to see a little more types of life path, <coughs> like, I think the big wins and big losses are a, a great, um, a great part of the game, uh, I know there is a, um, kind of a. a, I don't know, a, um, am trying to think of the word. I think a lot of people would rather have a lot more control over how powerful a a player is, um, and also allow that player the ability to um, um, to kind of govern where stats go, how things are rolled, um, and not give players an extra advantage for whatever reason um, than just having having the dice determine it, right? So in some systems, your background can can kind of ruin your character before you even start playing with your character um for example if you get the you you, well you can start off with like drug addiction you can get like a minus five to your appearance stat in Cyberpunk 2020 um you can take some uh disabilities uh are forced on you and some players do not like that Uh, and I think the new wave of of players don't appreciate some of uh, some of that um, possible uh, outcomes of having something negative happen to their character Um, which to me is is great role-playing um, you can have some really uh, good, memorable interactions uh, happening. Where is that map? Alright. I lost the map. So I'm not going to waste too much time, but um, to do find nice nice house map um, <clears throat> so yeah I already drew up a, a map in which there's it's a warehouse uh, and you know a pit has been dug in and so I can probably uh, use that his is a arrival to the party okay so creep is the lieutenant. Who confronts them? We already did underground location. Control cut. Oh. kidnapped. Um, So what is Creep going to do uh, for the party, right? So if they succeed, um, talk their way out, persuasion, uh, fight their way out, um, again, if they defeat Creep, or sorry, let's just say if they kill Creep, Creep, they will have twenty Maelstroms. Poor. Down on them. Um, if they just, if they, ooh, if they challenge him to a fight, they go to the pit and play it out. So again, here, creep, um, stats, we'll do body, uh, give him a nine. Reflex, eh, he's a little slow. Will, uh, give him a seven. I don't think there's too much. uh, Combat, skills, Uh, we'll just do base. And I forgot, I also need a dex 7, so base 12 plus 1d10, right, <clears throat> um, for fighting. the party to get lost Um, again they might try to talk to them they might try to fight Um, so how do you make sure fighting is not a party's option right so how do you want to do that so fight their way out so here make group roll so here I would say make them do roll uh, is it a perception perception dv and we're gonna keep this low Um, because the group, 13 every day, DV, 9, for the party to see that there are over two dozen maelstrom roaming about each with varying weapons we'll also spot the defensive systems right so again 20 milstroms pour down on them, then we have challenge creep to a fight. Fight creep will have respect for the player. Player and buy him a drink. So basically win or lose. So this allows you the ability to kind of move the plot along. Um, But again, you don't have to let the players know that this is going to be the outcome. Keep them guessing on how Creep is going to uh, treat them, right? So if, if they feel that they challenge him to a fight that if they lose, it's gonna be bad for them. Um, it will be, cause they will get some, uh, take some damage, but it's also a, a nice way in which <clears throat> the party can kind of be at the edge of their seats. Um, I think an interaction like this will also have um, betting which you also want to make sure that you keep that in the back of your head of how you want to handle gambling Um, again this is kind of a high stakes area so um, you want to make sure you put in a limit Uh, high stakes mistakes fighting no limit Um, and again, here you might want to put in the odds. Odds should be creeps body divided by players body. Um. So if the person has, um, or the player is fighting and they have a body of, like, six, you know, the, the odds are, was it, three to two. Um, and that's how you come up with the odds. So they, if, they're, if, the, if the player who's fighting creep is the same, you probably want to give uh, just a little more advantage to creep. Um, because he is a resident of this place and people know how he fights and they're going to assume he fights more. So if the players say, hey, I want to bet, there's a quick formula you can use to come up with some, generally some odds. Um, So Bullet Tooth Tony... So he is going to be in the tooth, Tony. See, he's looking for Jerry as well. He is uh, investigating the scene to find. Where she went. Tony is a rival to the party and working against them. Right? So Tony would be the antithesis of why they're looking for him, right? So. <clears throat> Um, He might be hired by the cartel to find her. He might be hired by the rival corporation to find her. Or he's part of the crime syndicate that's trying to find her. Right? So he's the opposition. And again, he's going to be... um, He is going to be... uh, kind of a mini-boss, right? So, he's gonna be the end fight <clears throat> for the parties. Um, the party uh, will need to make uh, And again, what you could do here is kinda hide your roll and say, hey, Tony rolled this, um, but the reality is sometimes I just don't do rolls. So party will need to make a perception of dv we're gonna say let me think about what the party would have right so I would say 21 uh, to spot him um Maybe human perception too. Mm, yeah, actually, it would be <clears throat> a human perception. Spot him watching, watching them. Right. Um. So, what can the party learn? Um, One other thing is, I want to do what? Tony. Let's find a good image of him. So, what time is it? Eight o'clock? All right. I'm going to continue rambling on for the next uh, 40 minutes or so. Um, Keep the episode around two hours like we usually do. Uh, So, we have Bullet bullet Tooth Tony. to spot him watching them. Scenario. Um, so we got that. Now, <coughs> here is the thing that we need to figure out is what can the clarity learn and from whom? And from whom? Whom? Right? If they fight creep in the pit, we will provide them with, with what happened to Terry. description of the vehicle that took her. It's, you will tell them that, um, comparing Bluetooth. So, how else are the parties going to find out? Uh, So, yeah, there's going to be a bartender. Um, Talk with the bartender. Um, Again, persuasion. DV-15, bribery, DV-13, interrogation, DV-17. bartender is not going to take kindly to people who are treating him like shit. Um, he spotted her with some Valentino's Um, so, how do we get the party to know where the kidnappers are? Um, so, this is Valentino's, markings at Val- Valentino's, um, but where, so again, this would lead them to going into Valentino territory, so. Party needs a streetwise roll. Streetwise, actually, you could probably also get into media. Let's go. Um, get it done uh, roll abilities. Um so credibility. do versus that so uh the media would say or with their street deal. Sorry, operator. Um, contacts. Uh, i just refreshing my so what you could do is just um, put this as a skill roll operator um, operator this you know I would say put it as a a DV 13 and again it's gonna be lower sheetwise DV 15 because you want to be able to (coughs) have the party follow those clues or or not come to a, a blockage. Um, <clears throat> can al- and the group can also follow up with any of their contacts to learn about the kidnapping. location of who kidnapped Terry one again coming here coming up with a name go to my trusty sites One David Dengra, Jose Sousa, Bruno Sancho. Oh, I like that. One Bruno Sancho, A.K.A. <clears throat> and we want to give him a nickname. Again. People love things like that. Genie, horse, bash side, undertaker. AKA the undertaker. Mm. Small slash bow horse. Mm. Uh, let's we'll go with undertaker. AKA the under. Uh, and Latinos. Don't know why. to Domingo with his crew. So <clears throat> we got here um again location eh and then skip that. Um bar um Terry is being kept in basement um they have no clue she was a big spender yeah so again they have no clue who she is and what she is um so kidnappers i would say two well <coughs> one mook mook per player Hanging out in the bar, um, two to three hanging outside, two downstairs with the under. um so quickly let me see if i can find i actually have some images i've already downloaded that i could use for the undertaker here we go Mm-mm. So NPCs. We got Bruno, Sancho, Taker, and we got an image for him. Square that off. There. Control Z. That was odd. No. What are you doing? Whoa! What's the hell's going on there? Again, we'll do stats. Body seven reflex seven dex seven combat skill uh, twelve plus. All right, push in again. Let's try to piece that. Control Z. Hmm. Okay. Now Okay, that works fine. Let's reduce this size. Just a little more. A little more. A little more. A little more. Don't like going down to that size. Kidnap. Valentino kidnappers. Um, so they'll be interrogating, interrogating, interrogating uh Terry uh, out her cash she let's slip Destroyed right, so it's she is attempting to negotiate her way out. Um, so confrontation. will fight I don't think I would put in a a net architect here um, just because they're not really gonna do anything or or have that kind of cash so confronting the part kidnappers in the party confrontation with kidnappers party needs to take them all out. Um, if 75% of them are taken out with Undertaker as one of those, the rest will flee. <clears throat> um, so he yeah, probably make him a little higher um, just because he's a lieutenant. Again, I would go to the book, stat this out a little better um, And then we have conclusion, right, which would be. Conclusion Bullet Tooth Tony. So, as you rescue Terry, Tony makes an appearance. starts shooting at the group. Now, keep in mind that since he is a rival and she has the head full of data that the rival does not want to get out, Tony will attempt to kill her. So Tony's aim is to kill Terry. Well um Yeah. So he's a mini boss. Um would Tony have additional support? Um maybe. I would say yes. He Accompanied by two soldiers, gangers, bodyguards to take on the rest of the party. If Tony Seeds party will not get paid. Um, if a party brings in the body of Terry, they will get half pay, um, just because you know. They'll try to attempt to uh, extract that data from her skull. Um, Party kills or escapes Tony. And returns Terry. They get paid in full. The party attempts to kidnap Terry and themselves, and ransomer. Uh, they will be double-crossed. deadly force. Alright, so that's kind of it in the conclusion. Um, I might put in some additional skill checks depending upon what the the players try to do during that scenario uh, as I'm running it. Um, But yeah, this is kind of pretty much done. There's a few tweaks I need to do. Enter certain numbers. um, Update dish. Um, but overall my thinking is this is probably going to be you know three to four hour play Um, try to avoid combat where you can Um, if you are in a um, in a set time limit for example con game I would try to avoid too much combat um, because combat can take a long time Um, I've especially if you're playing Cyberpunk 2020 um, streamline it make it quick, make it easy uh, and don't get bogged down with certain fights right so for example uh, (coughs) situation at the oval lantern this should not be an all-out brawl like I said if two of the bodyguards are dropped the rest are going to flee and that's how you kind of can um, pull combat away now some players will be like well I need to kill all the witnesses well that kind of reduces their timetable and again I just estimated around how long each scene would take Um, I'm thinking this would be more like 45 minutes to an hour. I could stretch that out. Um, and again, this is kind of like a high level. When you're actually playing the game, you would role play a little more. You would get more description, um, in here, describe how they approach the warehouse at night, um, They hear music playing, there's lights coming from the inside, but the rest of the area is pitch black. Uh, You see two guards on the outside along with uh, other civilians hanging out as they enter, as you enter the building. And kind of flesh it out a a little more Um, and describe the interiors of these places, like for the... um, oval lantern you know as you enter the restaurant it has that air of tackiness of um, uh, low budget uh, Asian themed restaurants Um, there's not too many uh, patrons here the staff seem bored and wander about the hostess comes up to you and asks how many in your party uh, you might want to say here to how do they know give them a password right to tell the hostess that will Get them into the game area, right? And here you would say, you know, the person or the hostess leads you towards the back of the restaurant. She looks at you as she uh, punches in a code on a a wall panel. It slides away to reveal a smoky gambling den uh, with various patrons and games going on. So, again, <clears throat> you want to, so this is just the bare bones to help, um, but as you run games, and this is true for most scenarios, that you, you would pick up and, and buy, is make them your own, give them, expand upon their description, um, and give them uh, more feeling for your parties. Uh, and don't be afraid to change any of these events, or or. any time because the players are gonna are notoriously will try to um change change the various events to the way they want and you as a referee will try to guide them into the right course of action don't be overly uh controlling don't ever tell your player your character does this, um, because you can always manipulate players into doing one action or another. For example, the the underground fight scene. Um, if they try to do a fight, you get, say, "Make a perception roll." Oh. You notice that there are, you know, over two dozen Maelstrom hanging out in this place. All of them are armed and highly cybered. That's going to intimidate the players not to take action. Now, is that going to work for all players? No. Because some players are just... think they are gods and nothing can hurt them. Um, Those players will often, in my games, learn very quickly that their character will die uh, painfully, and the other players uh, will often just walk away <laughs> and let that player die on their own. Um, so, yeah, so that's about it um, for this particular episode. Again, uh, it's a little short than our normal episodes, but uh, Wisdom isn't wasn't able to make it. Hopefully he will be available... Uh, in two weeks for our next episode. So our next episode, we're going to be doing a review of Home of the Brave. Uh, that's wonderful book, uh, getting into the details on that. Also, Wisdom, well, we want to try to do an M-A-M-A, Ask Me Anything, uh, for both our sites. So Wisdom's going to have his, in which you can talk to him about, um... Interoc Unlimited. Why he did it. uh, What rules are different. um, And and by all means, ask him as many questions as you can. Uh, I'll check out the yeah. Um, Also, I'll be doing a uh, Ask Me Anything on my site. Um, I do plan on starting to create some videos for my site as like tutorials because I. As a developer, I think you know. I think maybe I need to uh, uh, actually explain how my thought process on how my utilities work. So uh, again, like to thank uh, Cybernation Uncensored for hosting uh, Tales from the Forlorn Dope, especially Rob. Uh, if you guys come to this Twitch channel, um, there is a uh, game that Rob does on thursday nights uh over on sirenscapes twitch uh that actual play of cyberpunk red is fantastic uh i'm just going to give them a shout out and also check out uh, capricious nature um various live plays uh i have caught in some of his episodes and i'm i've been enjoying it so by all means check out all stuff uh cyber nation uncensored Um, You can check me out at my site at cybersmiley.net. That's Cybersmiley without the uh, ending E. Um, And also go check out Wisdom's site at datafortress2020.com. He's got a lot of good stuff over there. Tons of background material that you can uh, use in your games. So... All right, and also check out cybernationuncensored.com. And that site, there's a bunch of stuff over there um, for anything cyberpunk. So, all right, I will see you later, Gatos. Have a great night.